Welcome to Confessions of a Christian Woman Who Used to Mask Her Pain with Alcohol. I am your host, Connie McMillan, a queen who has overcome many challenges, alcohol just being one. Over eight years sober, and I am moving forward. I want you to know that God has an intended purpose for us. So even when we are experiencing some of the most challenging experiences in our lives, that's where God is using his greatest power, his greatest strength through you. You are his vessel. You are chosen for great purpose. On this podcast, that's the kind of messages you will hear. Personal stories, maybe some guests here and there. We'll also talk about finances, family, and staying healthy with our emotional mental health. So let's jump on into this episode. Welcome back to another episode of a Christian woman who used to mask her pain with alcohol. In this episode, I am talking about understanding the road to sobriety God's way. I think a lot of times when we are on our journey, that we have this idea of what it's supposed to be and how it's supposed to go. Those of you that have been following me along my journey, the stories that I've shared about my journey, the ups, the downs, the, you know, wanting to gain sobriety my way by, you know, not drinking the hardcore liquor and going to wine and wine would make me go to sleep. And it just wasn't, I couldn't get it. I couldn't do it my way. And also thinking like, The attempts didn't matter, also discounting them. And if you're like me, you're probably thinking the same thing. You're thinking like, I've had so many failed attempts. It's just too hard. And, you know, not not necessarily thinking like you want to give up, but beating up on yourself as to all the failed attempts. And I, too, I was like that. But when you're doing sobriety God's way, when when he's in the midst, right? He's in the midst, rather you realize it or not. He's always in the midst. And even the quote unquote failed attempts, they aren't that. They're just God's way of working things out, right? Um, I want you to understand that God knows all, he sees all. He knew about every failed attempt, as we would call them, before we did. He knew about all the ways we would try to abstain before we did. And so I want you to understand that even in that quote unquote, failed attempt, God is using even that, right? Let me give you a story. So as I said, I tried to abstain many, many, many times and using wine as a option. How do you go from one alcohol substance to another to try to abstain? Don't even, I can't even rationalize that one, but that was what I did. <laughs> and I thank God that he, he knew that was going to happen. He knew like, girl, my daughter, are you what is going on here like i know he looks at us and he he loves us and he understands that our minds just can't consume we don't really get what's going on we don't really get that he's in full control and so i say that to say that you know that didn't work obviously right that that attempt that i uh, uh, tried didn't work and so he knew that okay I know she wants it. She's willing. She's a willing participant, which definitely does matter. Um, 
And so when I confess, when I said, Lord, if you don't take the taste out of my heart, my mind, and my mouth, I am going to die. And although I said that he knew that was not going to happen because again, he knows all, but I believe that God just literally viewed that as sincerity and he didn't act immediately, but he didn't take too much long after that to act. And I'm so grateful for that. And I want you to understand that again, this journey to sobriety is a process. God does not skip any stages. He doesn't make anything super easy. He's not a musician. He doesn't do any of that. But I want you to understand more importantly, that all of that What you perceive to be failures, as I did, God is using all of that for his glory. I know that now that I am nine years sober, I can look back and say all those times that I attempted right on my own in my own strength, it didn't work. But I can also use that to relate to women that are at that stage too. And so I want you to know that that's not wasted, right? That's not, God doesn't waste anything. That too will be used. That too will be something God will turn around and and allow it to be poured into somebody else's life. So don't discount that time. Don't beat up on yourself. Don't view yourself so harshly because God is in the midst. If you've invited him, if you've asked him, know that he does listen. He has not not answered you. You know, maybe not the time that you want, but he's always on time. I remember speaking to uh, one of my students. uh, She's actually in the group. and, And if you don't know that we have the membership is open now. So she's actually a part of the group. And we were talking just recently. Uh, and she said that it took her eight years. She may be listening to this episode. God bless you. You know who you are to get to, I think like 80 something days sober. And I said, but you kept going. And guess what? Even to her, you're saying it took you eight eight years, but it didn't take you eight years. God waited eight years to get you to where you are. And I want you guys to find comfort in that. Don't look at, oh, it took so long. No, nothing takes so long. God is using everything. The Bible says that God used all things, all things, um, all things come together for his good. I'm paraphrasing. All things work together for his good to those that are called in a cold called according according to his purpose, excuse me, get all tongue ties. But just know that God doesn't discard anything. He is with you even until the end. He knows. You could be that woman that stands before many with a great testimony. Your story, right? Your deliverance will be able to impact many generations, including the one that your bloodline is attached to. So don't discard or discount, as I said, anything that God is doing. Know that he's working it out, that he is with you. Know that you are worthy of his calling, that you are chosen just where you are. Everything that he has done, everything that even the devil has tried, right? Even the pain, God is using that. I told you guys, I shared with you many times how I was married. And I remember, you know, kind of springing it up to my ex-husband at the time at the dinner table saying, listen, I've rededicated my life to the Lord and I'm not drinking anymore. And I got the drunkest I think I've ever gotten in my life. Why? Because, you know, I felt compelled to, you know, not leave him alone. And uh, I was just, you know, he, he literally 
cuss me out, to be quite honest, at the dinner table, like, what? I, I, you know, I don't remember all the words he said, but it was not nice. And because of his reaction, I felt drawn to participate in, you know, self-indulging and, and just really, as I said, getting drunker than ever. But I believe that even in that moment, God said, that's my daughter. And I'm going to, you know, hear her cry because God knew my heart. And I believe that God knows your heart. He knows that this substance is something that you cannot and you don't want to participate in. I believe that God is working it out. I believe that God, he knows us all. That's number one. But what we have to understand is we can't do what everybody else can do. You have some people that can drink and stop. We can't do that. And you have to be that queen that gets bold enough to say, I ain't made for that. God created me differently and I can't drink and I'm okay with that. So I think that's where we start understanding that you are a chosen vessel. And so you can't partake in the things that other people can partake in and especially those of the world. So walk in righteousness, walk in knowing that even though you are not a part of that quote unquote uh, substance crowd, we'll say, right? Uh, you, You don't indulge in that. That doesn't make you less than. God has created you perfectly. And so I want to leave you with that. Know that everything is working together for God's good. He has great plans for you. And you may not be able to see them right now, but you have to know that God hasn't forgotten you. You are already written in his book. All right. So know that I love you. I lastly, I do want to say that the membership doors are open. Do not miss out. So if you would like to partake and be a part of the faith filled sobriety sisters community, by all means, you can join. The information will be in the show notes. We'd love to have you. We do Bible study. We do once a month group, um, girl chat, if you will. Uh, there's so much in there that you, you'd have to go on the website and see it. And I would love to have you there. Know that I love you, but God almighty loves you far more than I ever could. Be blessed. Later.